0: Hello, welcome to the Jay and Jack Show, my name is Jay I'm Walter,
1: I don't, Walter? I don't know, I don't know Just, <laughs> I, I had to think of a name real
0: quick Walter Walter Radar O'Reilly oh, man.
2: From Raleigh, North Carolina It's the Jay and Jack Show Starring Jay and Jack With special guests Melissa and Nelly So sit back, relax And enjoy the show uh, Jack we did it We have uh, made it Beyond one episode We have our second one Look at this We're nice. in our second episode Second uh, Here today um, Hopefully everyone Enjoyed episode one I think uh, it turned out Pretty good Jack thank you For listening to it I really oh, appreciate I, no you No problem uh, Looking at the dedication That I put into you know, Editing I, that
0: episode I, I, My problem with my I, I have kind of Fallen out of podcast Listening because my When my uh, video iPod mm-hmm. Died
2: That was like 15 years ago I know
0: I had tons Plus I used to do a lot of you know outdoor work yeah yeah i used to do like ice maintenance at the rink for sure like you'd be on the zamboni for like four or five hours i pop on some podcasts yeah yeah i listen to some i just yeah no and i just don't have
2: time when you're i'm babysitting <sighs> no it's you know what's great when the kid's crying just plug in those uh ear pods and uh put it you know, here here's here's your dad talking <laughs> put her to sleep yep usually works I'm oh, tired. Uh, but yes, uh, we had uh, episode one. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it, um, and maybe Jack eventually will listen to it. I will listen to it tomorrow. Uh, sure. You know
0: what? Then I wake up. It's not tomorrow. Oh, it's today. Ah, shucks. Oh, shucks.
2: <laughs> so, Jack, this episode will air closer to Valentine's Day. Mm, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, don't get me flowers. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, it's it's. We're we're both uh, uh, of the uh, male sex, and mm-hmm. um, there's a, most of the time I think we fall short of expectation. Like maybe we strive for the best. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how many will be thirty years this twenty uh, fifth. So uh, what I wanted uh, to maybe we could go through what's the one time we actually nailed it uh, for Valentine's Day because I feel like a lot of times. Valentine's Day is kind of a manufactured thing to sell oh, it cards. Is. And, it is. But there's these expectations that are there. Um, but have you ever had a time where it's like... Maybe most of the time it, it didn't succeed, but like you, maybe you nailed it one Valentine's Day. I don't think because...
0: You know our anniversary. We got married like on the 25th. Eleven days later. Yeah. And it's always like, oh, don't do anything special because, and they were always night like when you guys were kids, mm-hmm. it was always we t- we try to take you guys, you know, let's go a family dinner on Valentine. Sure. Bel- it was always a nightmare because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kids are young and the, you yeah, know, you're waiting an hour. You didn't make reservations. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, just trying to go out to eat on Valentine's yeah, it's, days. It's stupid. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I sound so romantic. <laughs> Why don't we go on the 13th? Or the fifteenth, yeah. So that's 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 me being uh-huh. logical, sure, sure. Because you'll have a better time. Yeah, the food will be better. Mm-hmm. You won't be rushed because you know it. You go on Valentine's Day once you get the seat, they're looking at you. Eat fast. We got a hundred <laughs> people here waiting. You know they they bring it up to you fast. Boom, yeah, boom, boom, yeah. Boom. You're like I haven't finished. Well, okay, I guess. So to me, I'd rather just go on the fifteenth or thirteenth. Sure. I don't think I've ever. I think I sent her flowers one time and she wasn't expecting it. Okay, okay. Probably that's probably the one time. But then you know, once you nail it, there's the expectation. You've, you've you've screwed yourself over because now you have to do it every time.
2: So is there a, a level of uh, just kind of trying to play below expectations so that way you never have to like meet expectations? It's pretty much how I've lived my life. Because
0: <laughs> no one expects anything. It's like
2: I to me I think I've only nailed it. And it's not. It wasn't even on Valentine's Day. It was. It was last year. Um, because one, I I hate buying cards. I I think it's the stupidest thing. <laughs> I don't even look at them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's just a piece of paper that's ends up taking up space. Oh, no, like five six bucks. Uh, yeah, they're expensive. It's um, bad for the environment. So I I think I just stopped buying cards, and then Colleen just kind of maybe got the hint that we don't need to do cards <laughs> for anything. <laughs> um. But, but you your mom said that. What we don't need to get each other cards,
0: and then she didn't get me a card. And one day she, Where, where's my card? I go, I thought we said we weren't giving cards. She yeah. Goes, oh, so you didn't get me a card? No. I, did well, you get me a card? No. but You don't want a card? I go.
2: Uh. Or I'll buy cards and I forget to give them. Like I am not kidding that I have a, a Valentine's Day card, a couple of Mother's Day cards. Kind of in my hiding spots in the garage that I still haven't given uh, to Colleen because I'll, I'll forget. Um, but anyway, I'm a horrible husband. Uh, but <laughs> last year, because uh, Alex was born the day after Colleen's birthday, her birthday is February 8th. So we usually do a birth and time's day where we'll combine it together. Um, so last year she you know gave birth to our son. Um, and so it, th- th- we had family in town. So just it's like, okay, we're not going to be able to get to this. I mean, I think Colleen just expected that we weren't going to do anything. Um, But then I think a week later, once everybody was out of the house and we were kind of settled in a little bit, um, she was going out to do something. And, uh, like, she loves uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. She loves ice cream cakes, specifically Carvel ice cream cakes. So my first thing was trying to find a Carvel ice cream cake but couldn't find one in Raleigh. So then really? there's this. Uh, yeah, there's the only Carvels at the airport, and they don't do ice cream cakes there at that Carvel. Hmm. Um, in New York, it's a big thing, Carvel ice cream cakes. Anyway, um, but the local place over here that does fresh ice cream, it's really good ice cream, they made an ice cream cake. So, made her an ice cream cake, um, got decorations, decorated the entire house, had the ice cream cake, and all the whole 10 yards and Colleen can usually read me like a book and can always tell if I'm gonna, if I'm up, if I'm scheming or something. Um, but when she got home, she was completely surprised. Um, and you know, kind of had this big surprise birthday party slash Valentine's day thing. Um, well, uh, we are here today with, uh, a, a very fun episode uh, we have a very special guest uh, this week, Melissa Anelli, uh, famous for uh, her work as the web mi- uh, mistress of uh, the Leaky cauldron, uh, one of the hosts of Pottercasts, one of the premier uh, potter podcasts for the past 15 years. Um, uh, New York Times bestselling author of a History, um, CEO of Mischief Management. That uh, does you know, a multitude of fantastic conventions. Um, uh, just an amazing individual. Uh, uh, her and I have been, uh, as, as well as Colleen, we've been friends um, with them. Uh, well, Melissa and then uh, the other uh, Potter, Potter casters, uh, Frack and John, for over a decade. Very excited to get to chat with her. Um, and uh, we think you will enjoy the conversation as well. This show is made possible by our patrons, much like uh, NPR is uh, funded by uh, listeners. Uh, this, All of the podcasts on the Jane and Jack Network are funded uh, by our uh, listeners as well. Our patrons over at patreon.com slash Jack. Become a patron today and help make this show and all of the other ones possible. Um, and for our patrons, I listen to the Jay and Jack Show are really, I mean... Whether your patron listens or not, uh, we're doing bonus <laughs> episodes once a month for our patrons. Where uh, you know we record for several hours—not several hours, probably multiple hours—like days, uh, days of, days of, of, of recording um, to kind of produce this one-hour show. And uh, we take uh, some of those extra uh, moments from these episodes to make one bonus episode. Uh, you know, featuring extra content from. Uh, the guests uh, that we interview or maybe extra segments from uh, the show that Jack and I do that didn't make the cuts uh, into one of these episodes. Uh, so for our patrons that give $5 or more a month, uh, you will get access to this bonus episode, uh, which is a, a lot of fun. So again, thank you to our patrons. And again, you can become one today by going to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash jack or go to j and and click on the Become a Patron link today. Jack, are you ready to uh, bring on our uh, special guest for this week? I, I am. All right, let's uh, bring her on, Melissa and Nelly. Uh, let's, let's introduce our guest here. Uh, with us today uh, is the legendary... <laughs> I'm just gonna keep adding things here. Uh New York Times best selling author. Uh one of the uh matriarch of, of podcasting, fan no, podcasting, really can we old. say? It? Yeah, I, I wanna <laughs> add too much here. But anyway, uh, uh founder of Mischief Management. Melissa Nelly, welcome to the show.
1: Hey! Um, thank you guys for having me. It is definitely a 2007 party up in here. Oh my here. god, yeah. It's uh I haven't even seen your face i have only seen one of your faces right now, but I haven't yeah. even seen that one face in a very... It's been God, forever. Eight years we were trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah,
2: we're trying to figure it out. Um, so,
1: um, to a uh, quick thumbnail, we met, actually, how did we meet?
2: I think the first time we actually met was at when you were in Raleigh for one of your, your book <gasps> tour things.
1: That's right. Because uh, we I, did so the board, Pottercast. Or it was the library you did it. Yeah, podcast started in 2005. Mm-hmm um when a a podcast wasn't even a nobody knew what the heck it was it was before libsyn it was before apple it was before the whole we just sort of put the file up on the leaky collagen website and the whole leaky collagen website crashed because we had no idea what we were doing um and um we decided just because the last harry potter book was coming out let's go to all the borders and we all the three of us plus um well the yeah, the three of us plus uh, one of our girlfriends, uh, my friend, uh, my fellow podcaster John's girlfriend, just piled in a like a Rav Four or a Kia. No, it was a Kia. It was terrible. We have pictures <laughs> kicking it because it was so bad. Piled in a Kia and traveled from borders to borders to borders, living on the merch money, just doing little live shows for like four weeks before the last Harry Potter book, and and we met out there. Yep. In Raleigh.
2: Yep. And mm-hmm. and yeah, and I what I loved, um, and and my wife. Is, is and I I'm mean, she is the Potter, the Potter nerd s of the house. <laughs> she brought me into it, but she is the tr- she's the true fan. But uh, I think we always had a camaraderie around, uh, you know, because we were we had a big loss podcast, and I think we just we kind of just gelled well because we we were kind of in our own uh, orbits. Uh we would be nominated for the same uh, podcast award a lot of times we and you guys would usually win. we won one time but you you all would usually actually Mugglecast would win a lot too. Well, um, we
1: would Mugglecast and podcast would like join up so that each yeah. of us like because it was all audience based and we yeah. didn't want to be mean to each other so we were like, "All right, we would tell the Mugglecast audience vote well, for Mugglecast for this and podcast for this and then yep. the podcast we do the same." So we just decided which <laughs> award we wanted, you know. It was it was it was a nice way to do it. Yeah, it was um, very cool. But, then we, I think, and I'm going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit here. Um, <laughs> we were doing it, wasn't just podcasting, it was this thing that is very common today and very normalized. That, um, when you can't shut up about something, when you can't stop, you just have so much excitement and passion about a piece of culture and you can't help it, you gotta share it. That's how those podcasts were brought, and now it's everything is about yep. that, you know? Yeah, um. So, basically, we're old. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of it's because again,
2: it's so you're you're bringing it's so commonplace, but but back then, and even when we did the Lost podcast, um, there wasn't that we were not only were the first one of the first Lost podcasts, but we were on the first TV show podcast, like a podcast talking about a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, now you have ten billion. No matter what the show is, you right. have ten billion. A podcast about it. Two broke girls. They have like seventy-five. <laughs> no, podcasts no okay. way. I don't know. I'm okay. just saying I'm
1: just... Well, the actors are doing it. the The guy who plays the judge, uh, not the judge, the um, demon guy on The Good Place, right, has a Good Place podcast. Yes, he does. does. Oh, he
2: does? Oh, yes, he gosh. does.
1: Yeah, it's th- that you, you don't get much more meta. It's yeah. like, if J.K. Rowling started a Harry Potter podcast, like yeah. it's just, which it's is coming amazing. out next
2: year. It's coming out next year. Actually, it's coming J-K out next year.
1: <laughs> Listen, her Twitter feed is like a podcast. It is true.
2: That's true. New info every day. <laughs> But what I think I love, and again, I, because there's nostalgia is a tricky thing because it can also be very bad. Um, uh, but I feel like looking back on our era of the internet, like it was just, it was very inclusive. Like I felt like it was a lot, and maybe it's just rose colored glasses, but the internet is such a dark place today sometimes, <laughs> um, and so mean. Um, but I felt like we were a lot more, uh, everybody got along or everybody.
0: It was, know, I think, less competitive.
2: Just or maybe just the way like message boards were versus the way Twitter is now. Like fanship wasn't as dark as it seems mm-hmm. now. Sometimes where like it's very just horrible aspect, and there's still the good. But back then it was very much. I, I just you I don't, still don't had remember it being as dark or negative.
1: It's it, yeah. You definitely ha- there was a dark undercurrent. Sure. in Some places if you looked for it for sure. Um, but with you know with more and more masses come more and more you know. Um, yeah. When we met, I haven't even I hadn't even written the book about Harry Potter yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started that in a couple of years after we met, and I went through um, as a result of that book and the Potter uh, cast fandom and things like that. I had a very serious stalker for about a decade.
2: That's right. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I remember and every actually, time we kind of see you would have some update about it.
1: Well, for five years, I said yeah. nothing about it because when you're stalked, the first thing they tell you is never oh, ever give sure, attention. But after five years of nothing happening, yeah. with the internet, you know, um, I just said screw it, and I went public with it and it actually helped mm-hmm. with um, getting law enforcement involved. Yeah, I don't recommend it if you're getting sure. shocked; it's not everybody's path. But um, that dark undercurrent, um, you know, it it, <laughs> it came out, and people would say to me, "But it's not like you're like JK Rowling, like well, I don't, like, there's no logic to this. There's yeah. no logic. I got the unlucky straw. That's yeah, that's what wow. this is.' You know, scary. and um, now and now you
2: have people like you know Daisy Ridley. Um, And other actresses or whatever, like, leaving social media just Mm -hmm. because of the way people come after people. And it's just, God.
1: Yeah. Most often women and marginalized people.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, the way the internet
2: treats them is, um,
1: oh, we're getting dark. What's happening? (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Let's go back to the good times. Let's go back to the book. Back to the the good
1: times. (laughs) But um, the the good things that come out, I believe, really, Mm -hmm. really, really do. Outweigh the bad, or I wouldn't be doing what I'm. What I'm Absolutely doing. It's crazy to be doing what I'm
2: doing. Well, what I love is I think you know when you were first coming up with the leaky con idea, um, and I think you know because I was because I wanted to try to do a loss convention. I think it was in 2009 mm. um, we were talking about. Do want to do it? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if there's like enough. <laughs> I don't, of I don't a, know if there is. An I, th- active yeah, I, enough think, I think I think it would work. It's it's a matter of like getting the right location, the right time. Um, mm-hmm. I, I actually I started my own little toy convention in Raleigh. That's oh. more just to sustain my un horrible habit of collecting action figures. <laughs> I see um, uh, but um but I just I it's amazing kind of seeing that growth of, of your kind of next chapter beyond um uh history of Harry, uh, Harry Potter history, um and uh, you know, Pottercast and seeing this growth of of um these conventions that you've put on in broadway con so it's it's even though i haven't seen you i haven't gotten to talk to you but it's kind of cool to kind of see your what's been going on since the last time we met um, well
1: the evil facebook is keeping us connected yeah exactly <laughs> so the evil facebook keep us updated i've been seeing the growth of your beautiful family yeah. <laughs> and you've been seeing the growth of my um uh baby convention company which is now has 20 employees and, and yes so uh, wow yeah i love uh,
2: I love looking at your uh, like employee page or about us page and just seeing like the diversity there and the representation there. Like it's just, it's awesome to see.
1: That um, makes me happy. It's something we work on. Um, we're definitely not all, we're not as there as we want to be with yeah. um, diversity. Um, but we believe really, really strongly in it. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing. You have to um, be really committed to it because you wouldn't believe even it, in our events, we try really hard for every single um, panel, every single aspect of it to have representation. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I, it, you'd be hard pressed, and I'm I'm not gonna claim it never happened. It, it's possible it did. Yeah. But you'd be hard pressed to find a panel of all white men mm-hmm. at you know one of our events. Um, that's not. To, and when I say this, I. There's such a danger of like patting yourself on the back. Yeah. I don't, I don't say it as, as a pat on the back. I say it that this is the work that everybody is owed to do. Mm-hmm. And we just feel really passionate about doing it. And so, um, I don't know, it's really, it's, it's really exciting because it's hard and you have to really commit yourself to it. Yeah. But um when, when when you look at a page and you see that there's representation there that makes me very happy.
2: Well yeah, I work for Google. I've worked for Apple before and it's 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 an opportunity I think in the tech world and you look on their websites and it's like, you know, do 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 girl. They all look the same too. It's
1: all dudes with glasses. Yeah. Like all birds
2: and a hoodie
1: Oh my god. I've been in business now for um so we all we all created LeakyCon in 2009 we mm-hmm. started talking about it in 2007 and then we once we created the f- the second LeakyCon, we realized that something was different about the way that we did events and that we had to honor that mm-hmm. and so we incorporated now incorporation and in actual business is way different so we didn't actually employ anybody till 2014 actually yesterday 2014 was our five-year anniversary of hiring somebody and that, oh, that cool. person jordan is still with us um and so now in five years we've gone from zero to 20 employees mm-hmm. and now we do um, not just LeakyCon but BroadwayCon, we do kind of Thrones, we do um, a, a, an event with A&E Networks called AlienCon, we have a, a, a couple of other things going on. LeakyCon is having its 10 year anniversary this year which yeah, is
2: crazy. um I saw crazy, crazy. 10. That's crazy.
1: awesome. Um, so that, it, over those years so I I, I I consistently refer to myself as an accidental entrepreneur like this <laughs> I love your
2: story. That. You have a great story, just like yeah. how I even just got into, you know, writing about Harry Potter like this this whole it's just kind of crazy how life is sometimes just this one yeah. some of these little chain of events lead to this thing that just kind of keeps going. Well, to it's that this. same
1: nugget that you have with lost and continuing through mm-hmm. it's and with with the toy convention. it's mm-hmm. that like, I love this so much. I don't care what it is. I have to serve the community who loves it. Mm-hmm. So it went from, the website to the book to the convention and then the next convention and the next convention and then it was like well we have to um we have to really make this real because uh we're serving communities now and mm-hmm. why would we ever want to stop that and then making that real means entering this world that i never imagined entering of so many men <laughs> just so many men who call me hun and men who who like i, I could tell you as a matter of fact, um, Takia, who's my COO, and I are mm-hmm. starting a podcast called "Make New Mistakes." That's about about management and about women in business, yeah. and we're going to tell some of these stories because I cannot tell you how funny, in retrospect, it is once you are past the frustration of <laughs> being a woman in business, especially a woman CEO or COO. They yeah,
2: well, because yeah, when you are going into meetings and and those kinds of things and and um, with other people, and depending on like the industries too, because some very much. Sometimes you go into and it's it's like a good old boys club. Because um, mm-hmm. my wife, she works in uh, the legal field in the South, which is you know, Woof. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very <laughs> you know. But um, it's slowly evolving. Yes, but that that's what I love about your journey is that it's 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 entrepreneurs like you that kind of break through and and kind of are the change and and um, and are and inspiration for other people, which I think is important too
1: well that's exciting thank you we're um, trying we're trying honestly it most it most days it just feels like okay are we getting through everything we gotta do today let's just move and you don't realize but every little step yeah you know you go forward and suddenly you turn around and there's 20 people working in your company and you have no idea what happened
2: but what um uh is broadway con your biggest one
1: or? um i think AlienCon is the biggest one really so AlienCon okay. is in partnership with Anime networks it's mm-hmm. not technically quote-unquote ours but we yeah. um license it and we run it for Okay.
2: Oh, gotcha, um
1: gotcha. So, but of, of ours, uh, believe, believe it or not, LeakyCon is the biggest one.
2: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And they
1: vary. Sometimes one will have a little well, bit, you know. That makes sense. But the weird little convention with the weird name has somehow <laughs> such a weird name. I don't know how. I mean, I do know how. we, we were, It's the Leaky Collagen, Like, that's how. Yes, of course. But, of course. But people don't.
2: But you think there might be condition? some like brand confusion around like, you know, people with uh, urinary tract issues or whatever getting together. <laughs> there's, <laughs> like a a there, no joke, there's a real condition that a lot of people I have there.
1: because I have a thyroid condition mm-hmm. called leaky gut. Leaky gut. Yes, yeah, gross. Um it's <laughs> nothing like like it's it's micro it's microbial like it's okay, not something okay. that has an actual, yeah. you know. Um but people who have celiac disease have leaky gut like there's there's okay. it's um something to do with absorbing blah 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 science uh-huh. science science but yeah. I find it hilarious that I run something
2: called Dicky Cauldron, and I ended up with
1: something called Dickie Gut. But yes, <laughs> serendipitous, right? Serendipitous, <laughs> or or calamitous? Yes. <laughs> no.
2: Um, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome that the the community's still there. Um, it's interesting to see because I saw you you made some posts about uh, uh this last Fantastic Beasts movie. Um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. Like I I don't think it's controversial, but just the the way these have been received versus uh, the books, and you know, especially somebody like with your perspective of being a part of you know this fanship for going on twenty years now, which is crazy, oh, but <laughs> which that's insane.
1: That is insane.
2: But like from that perspective, like how do you see it? Like do you see it as uh, problematic as people are finding it to be today, or? with your breadth of view that you have? Are you, I don't know. Do you have a more positive look at it? I guess.
1: I have questions about, <laughs> okay. about what, so, um, here's the thing. I, I, it's not like I'm, you know, besties with J.K. rolling, but I've met sure. her a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And she wrote the forward to my book and yeah. she's, and she, um, we've corresponded a bit privately and mm-hmm. she is the real deal. Good person. she is, legitimately a very good person oh yeah so oh, um you know being a journalist for a while and doing these conventions you meet a lot of people who are quote-unquote famous i don't know what famous means anymore but yeah. you know yeah almost all of them not so much disappoint but don't seem so magical in person yep jk rowling does She just is delightful and yeah she never disappoints and she's never disappointed me morally um there's been a couple a couple of things throughout the years privately she's always she's always stood up Mm -hmm. she's always been a stand-up person so knowing that i find it hard when people assume the worst yeah that they assume and even though i have questions like i have real questions about johnny Depp. i have real questions about um the decision to keep him i have Mm -hmm. questions about certain representation aspects and I want to talk to her about them and I want to understand. Yeah. But what I don't get is people um, getting mean and getting and assuming she's a bad person. And yeah. then um, the, the thing I will never, and I could do a thesis on this, the thing I will never, ever understand is telling any creative person ever to stop. It's one thing if you don't like what they're writing or mm-hmm. don't like what they're saying, you have the option to turn it off, to not read it, to whatever. But nobody from the worst writer in the world to the the, the most... Genius author in the universe yeah. should ever be told to stop creating, yeah. you know. And so um, that's the kind of thing that gets me like, guys, stop. Just, just this is not. Just stop. If you don't like it, just don't pay attention. Yeah,
2: right, or don't buy a um, ticket.
1: And I should, I should say that's different than. Um, it's, it's not so easy for people who. Uh, used the Harry Potter books as an escape from real trauma in their lives, especially abuse.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's a it's a story about abuse. It's a story about an abused child, mm. and so it's. I would never say just don't pay attention to somebody who feels betrayed that there's do, there's a domestic uh, there's an alleged domestic abuser in yeah. the Harry Potter movies. That's different and more personal and more raw. I do believe that over the fullness of time we'll find out what the deal is. Yeah, here it is disappointing. I am disappointed that they kept Donnie Depp in, um, but it is you know I do believe in Jo. She's always been. She's always been in the end stand up, and I without you know real like irrefutable evidence. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Do you, yeah. do you
2: do you think she owes it to anybody to actually explain or or like um, how, what do you think? Given the fact that she's this, and I I assume so as well. I think she's a very generous person and um, she seems awesome in general. Uh, but do you think she owes an explanation or or not?
1: I don't know. It depends. I mean, what do we? What does anybody owe anybody, right? Like, sure. um, but I will say that um, the 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 words that were used to explain it were difficult and confusing, and honestly contradictory.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it seems like there are things that can't be said because of legal reasons, which I understand. But yeah. it also seems like this is a, this is a this is a story that resonated with a lot of people who've experienced abuse in their lives. Yeah, and it feels. Like a distinct um, pain for them, and I don't know about O, but I think that those people are not wrong for feeling bereft at this, at what's happening
2: with that franchise. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. from from the story aspect, because a lot of people are nitpicking, which is just what fanships do. Um, uh, but do you think uh, the Fantastic Beasts movie maybe would be? better served as going back to the book and then movie because to me i i never really love the movies the books because it i and it's that cliche i prefer the book to the movie but it's <laughs> yeah. just you can you can spend so much more time in a world in a book and get into so many more nooks and crannies and she jk is great at putting all these little nooks and crannies in there and there's times in the movie and the most especially the the one that just came out where there's all these little nooks and crannies and there are all these little easter eggs all these little clues that i think she enjoys writing about but um maybe necessarily weren't service to the story like do you think it maybe some of the people that have issues with the story would it have been served better as a book first or does it really matter she can do whatever she wants
1: um I want to read this book. I I would like to read it. I don't think this necessarily had to be. Um, I think I I get I get a lot of people saying, like tweeting at me or whatever, saying, like, should, this should just be a book. Why is this a book? <laughs> and not everything has to be you know, we, we got this a lot with the play. Why is it a play? Why can't yeah, it be a true. book? Everybody could read it if it's a book. It's like yeah. because it's a play. That's why it's not a book. Because yeah. Because it's a play. <laughs> and they're just they're different animals. And when you see the play, you really understand why it has to be a play. Um, it is not a story uh, baked into that story is the production Mm -hmm. is the feeling of being inside the magical world that you, you know, and, um, and so I I think exploring different media is, is a good and worthwhile thing. I think that she's showing a a generation of people that if you're a storyteller, you're a storyteller and it doesn't matter what the medium is, you know, man, I would, I would love for J.K. Rowling to have a podcast. I think, oh, yes. And I know that just the way she sells, tells stories, just in her, like, just the, like, the yeah. story about meeting somebody on the street, the way she tells it, she's a storyteller. Oh, absolutely.
2: You know? Absolutely. That's a
1: talent few people have, and she's got it like crazy. Uh, I wonder, I wonder why she hasn't done that yet.
2: I want, she would, I think she would relish having a podcast.
1: I think so too. Let's make it, let's make it happen. But I think that's
2: the next step in Melissa and Nelly's. <laughs> maybe producing she's like the producing the jk rolling podcast yeah exactly maybe she's like know what I want to doesn't, I want, doesn't what, understand what, technology
3: what, yes well, so we have melissa said, produce she's it like if she me, doesn't I, understand I, I,
2: technology have melissa produce it there you go
1: it's funny when we had her on our podcast we had her assistant do the recording and mm. um we sent you wouldn't believe the most detailed and exacting set of instructions you've ever seen. Because what a tragedy if J.K. Rowling's recording oh didn't go through. And like we had, we had backups. You know, sure, sure. Um, you have the backups. It's still stressful yeah.
2: though. We've, we say like we've had Dame Lindelof off on or whatever, right. and, yeah. and it's just like there's just that because we've had we've had those podcasting moments where you lose mm-hmm. an entire episode or whatever it is, yeah. and there's no worse feeling in the world. So you have that in the back of your mind, like oh crap, what if this? Yeah.
1: When I interviewed her for the book, I, I set up two recorders and then two separate recording programs on my computer, and she was watching <laughs> me do this. And I was like, "Joe, I'm just, I know me," and she's like, "No, I, you do, I get, I get it." <laughs> and I did. I lost two of them. So it's just, you know, it's just what it is.
2: Yeah, it's 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 the name of the game. <laughs> but I'm sorry. So you, so you had the this, this, this full list, but everything. Oh, it up, was okay.
1: just very just to just to avoid the okay, like, yeah the Technology, but but listen, I will if I will go over there and produce the hell out of that thing. Um, it'd be J.K. Rowling just telling, I don't know, story be about anything,
2: you just be shooting the breeze, whatever. <laughs> I'd listen exactly, exactly. There's just there's there's people, and I think her, her her Twitter proves that where you know, I you know, we could hear her talk about anything. I think it'd be an enjoyable, enjoyable show, it'd be a top yeah. 10 hit. Uh, on, on the iTunes. Let's get it going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll, yes, this, this will start a movement. Yeah. Serial <laughs> uh, part three. Yeah. Serial <laughs> well, the JK Rowling story. Yes, yeah, Serial the JK Rowling story. <laughs> Let's stop here, take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. So, Broadway Con, mm-hmm. um, big show about Broadway. And this is kind of an aside. I, I am not a Broadway person, but Colleen is. Mm-hmm. And I went to my first uh, show recently, which was Hamilton. That um, was your
1: first show?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Boy, are you, you're you just, the bar is just... Hella
2: spoiled. You're spoiled. I've never been to one. Um, I, well, this was because, again, I, and I'm it's not old. like I, I like music. Like, I've always liked, you know, movie musicals, but I've never been mm-hmm. to a show. But uh, Colleen really wanted to go, and and I was like sure, absolutely. So we got tickets, um, and man, it was incredible. Like I was in tears. Like it was just such a moving experience. So then for Christmas, it, I got our tickets for, except to Miss that Saigon. One person that was singing what? Except for that one person that was singing. Well, so I was like, I didn't know the rule about singing at a at a at a musical. So I started singing. I was like, Shh. I was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't know yeah, that was no. A no-no.
1: Don't sing in the
2: audience because I'm used to concerts where it's like you're mm-hmm. singing along with yeah. the band. Mm-hmm. Um. So I didn't know it was a, uh, a snafu. So I, but it, I, it was she got me early on. Again, she was my my guide, my my Broadway guide. Um, but man, it was just like it, it's one of those things where rarely things that have so much hype live up to the hype. But it just it it lives up to the hype. It, was
1: it absolutely so, does. It was so it's, good it, because I I have a theory about this because I'm, you're gonna be able to see this, but I'll, I'll try and describe it for okay. a listening audience. Um, <laughs> hype. Uh, hype and quality right are different yeah and in your brain hype i think stops and i'm i got my hand like five inches above my shoulder right yeah hype like stops there in your brain you can only conceive of enough hype yeah. but if you can but it's very hard to inch the quality six inches above my shoulder you know <laughs> yeah, and yeah. hamilton does the height the quality is actually higher than where our brains stop perceiving hype. and yeah. so when it it just it just is that good? I don't know who doesn't think Hamilton is good, but that person and I can never know each other. Well, that's just it.
2: It's like everybody, and again, I uh, very rarely, and it, I remember just like a hipster mindset is like everybody loves something, I'm like, uh whatever. <laughs> um, it's not gonna, it's not that good. And then my little, you know, uh, hipster heart kind of melted away because I was like,
1: this is so good. <laughs> It's so weird to me that you're that you have
2: like a hipster heart because I I I don't, but it's I don't know. It's just, it's I kind of I almost doubt things. Like I doubt if somebody's like that jazz, I was like, sure. there's no there's no way it can be that good. Nothing's right. that good.
1: Nothing's that good. That's what no. I thought about Harry
2: Potter. Right? Okay. Yeah. I mean same I same for me for Harry Potter because Colleen was like, you need to read the books, and I'm like, okay, okay, all right.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. then I was
2: like, I, we had a Christmas break or something, and I had time. And I was just like, this is so good.
1: This is—I've been dating somebody for almost three years now. Um, yeah, you and, guys are
2: adorable, by the way.
1: Oh, we love each other a lot. It's really gross. <laughs> We're really gross. Honestly, never in my life did I think I would be this, this person. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm somebody that I'd be like, get a room, oh, go right. away. We're gross. Love is wonderful. Um, he has never read Harry Potter. Still? He's read, still, he's read. In his adolescence, he got up to book four and stopped, Um, which I get, you're like 14 and you're busy. And I I sort of get it. Um, But I told him like the time is ticking down on how long we can be together and you couldn't have not finished Harry Potter. So I bother him about this probably once a week for two solid years. And then he had some time off work and I get a text from him and it's a picture of like, I don't know, chapter six of book one Mm -hmm. or something. He's like, I have questions. And you know, t- two pages of questions. He's like, baby, this is really good. I was like, I have literally been telling you this every day for two years. But did you think I was joking? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I know I get it. I get it. And now he's just like, but tumble and, and what about this? And what about and I'm like, I I I don't know what to tell you. I've been telling you this. <laughs> what do you think my whole career is based on? <laughs>
2: Listen to my. A <laughs> But do you find it's it's endearing and cute, like seeing somebody go through that journey? Because mm-hmm. similar things happen for Lost, like friends, coworkers, whatever. Like, hey, I just started Lost. What's the Hatch about, or whatever? But oh, I I always find no. it I find it cute, you know, right. just seeing them. What about like, Dharma? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're. you're You're like, where's that food coming from? Yeah. (laughs) Were
0: they dead the whole time? Were they
1: dead the whole time? I have a theory. The best is, I have a theory. Oh, yeah. And you're like, yeah. Who does
0: Kate end up with?
1: (laughs) I think Snape's really a good guy. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I get that all the time. Or or it's like any little piece of news in Harry Potter, anything, I get sent to me. And I don't want it to ever stop because it's really cute and it's great. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. you're just like, guys, I literally am probably one of the first four people in the world to have seen this. <laughs> My entire Twitter feed is Harry Potter people. Like, <laughs> it's fine, it's cool. <laughs> I
2: appreciate it.
0: We had we but had one gonna... episode of uh, Lost that always cracked me up. It was one where, uh, uh, Hawking's picture was on the desk, and we must uh-huh. have had five hundred emails, people <laughs> telling us and phone calls. Did you so, see? Did you see? Did you see? So we I think we made a
2: joke of it. we did because so like when the show would uh like when it, we'd record our show like right after the show aired, and the calls would come in, and we used one of those like two oh six I don't know what the was, k seven dot net or whatever, and so we'd get these emailed calls coming in and like literally fifty calls would come in within ten minutes and I', could I- quickly sort through. But like literally every single one was that that thing. Hey, did you see, did you see that picture? Yeah, I would do do the emails. I go, it's all about the desk, the Hawkins desk. (laughs) But there's still, there's something about people watching it now where they're binging it or just going straight through it. And maybe this is, I'm curious to maybe on the book side of it, because you had this time and moments in between the books where you kind of sat there and just uh, marinate in it and really digest that one book. Um, It, is it a similar type thing to people binging a TV show like Lost Now where they can just go straight through? Is there a similar um, experience loss for people now that, I mean, the books have been all out for over a decade. Um, Is there a similar experience loss by not having that time in between the books?
1: Definitely. I called it the three-year summer. Not I, a friend of mine coined the term three-year summer for um, the time between when uh, the Goblet of Fire and uh order of the phoenix mm-hmm. came out because it was like harry was at the dursley's for three years basically <laughs> um and that in that period that was that was the incubation period for the harry Potter fandom. you had um the, all the big sites really getting traction you had a lot of press coming catching up you had the books getting on the new york times bestseller seller list all at once you had um a lot of like there were controversies, and then the book was like, quote unquote, delayed. So it was all about, and then in the meantime, the social media on the internet was really just picking up steam. Mm-hmm. And so the Harry Potter fans were, were using that time to kind of piece together and, and sleuth and write their own fanfic. And if it wasn't for that three-year period, I do not think the Harry Potter fandom would have been as big. It will always be big. Sure. But it wouldn't have been like this. I mean, what's, what's very similar right now is Game of Thrones. hmm where we are, I mean, my boyfriend and I are fit- finishing a rewatch that we thought would take us two months and it has literally taken us two weeks. <laughs> I, every night I come home I'm like you wanna watch, I wanna watch an episode. Hey, yeah. you wanna you wanna watch an episode? He's like, Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like he think- wanna take another hit. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you wanna uh, yeah. watch an episode. <laughs> like, it's like that. You know? And and it's that fury and that that not fury, furor is coming for these last pieces coming together because it is an epic. It is a a massive epic that Mm -hmm. he has created or or HBO has semi-created whatever. Um, But it's, it's this weight that has created, the anticipation really does. And now that it's all out, we get to really um, gel. So Pottercast is starting for the third time or something. Um, (laughs) We're starting a full reread of the books Mm -hmm. where we had started it kind of chapter by chapter, but it felt wrong. It felt like our audience doesn't particularly need that. So we're gonna take, we're taking a step back and doing some plan like real planning like adults. And we are gonna, (laughs) make a make a proper go at it with theme theming and plot and stuff like that more on the binge model which um you know fine we'll just copy binge because they're amazing um and, but but really do it with the with the heavy fandom um feeling and yeah. and um that love and the the fullness of time and now the experience um that we have being this hardcore harry potter fans for this long coalescing it all putting it all together yeah um I, that was way more than you asked.
2: No, no. I think, I think that's, that's it. We've tried to do, we tried to do like a lost retrospective and we're kind of, we stalled out. In no, we did two. one rewatch. We did one rewatch. And then people go, do we it. started another one. People go, well, you got to finish it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's, it's been tough in the last because there hasn't been new things coming out. And I, I don't know, we, we do need to get back to it at some point and it's almost season like, two, right. Huh? Or in season two. We're in two. season two. Um, and it was a lot of fun cause we, we did, we would have different guests on, um, each week and they would be a part of that discussion. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and, it, it's, it's there. We, we will get back but to it. I think it. with loss, I, when,
0: when it ended for us, I think we both needed a break. Yeah. From, I just needed a break. I, just,
2: I couldn't talk about loss anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I hear that.
2: Um, but that, I, that, at the same time, though, it's 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 such an integral part of our lives that it's it's hard not to to have it be there. But I'll be curious to see if they ever, if because we had uh, our guest on our first episode it was uh, one of our old Lost podcasting friends, um, and he mentioned uh, you know about the Lost signal going back up and you know we'll, mm-hmm. we'll all the old. Uh, old timers uh, kind of take arms again in, in the conversation or, or how will that, well, how they will that re- stimulate that community? It. Huh? They're going to reboot it at some point. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. I mean, it's a property that was successful, so it's going to, but
1: yeah, everything's getting rebooted. Yeah. Now. Here's, here's what I think's coming. You ready? I okay. think we're less than three years away from the Harry Potter Netflix or Amazon series.
2: Oh, that'd be wonderful. I'd love, I mean, I think you brought up game of Thrones. I think that like having a 10 episode
1: mm-hmm. per
2: book, per book. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's do it Game of Thrones style. Do it with yeah. all the things that we could couldn't even do in movies back then but can do on TV now.
2: Yeah.
1: The CGI in Game of Thrones is is still so good oh, when you incredible. even when you look back. Could you imagine Harry Potter when they don't feel like they have to rush through 2 yep. hours for one book, yep. you know? Especially cuz Goblet
2: of Fire for me was the first one where the movie just okay. Yeah. We have to like fly through this thing. Yeah. Um and and because I get, uh, uh, Colleen, I love her, and this she she raised me right as a as a Potter uh, enthusiast. She's like, you are not watching a single movie until all those books are read. <laughs> um, so I I'm thankful for that. And but when we so then we I read all the books, and then we started watching the movies. I think the final two movies hadn't come out yet, but we're watching them together. And I was like,
1: well. Where's this and where's that in the movie? It's like mm-hmm. where's this?
2: She's like, see, I told you.
1: There you go. That that's the proper way to watch a Harry Potter movie: to be as pissed off as every other fan that things are not there. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not having the full experience. Yeah, it's true. That's true.
2: Yeah. Um, I think this has been great, Chat. Yeah, it's been great to catch up.
1: up. Let's do this more. Yes, you got to come on podcast. You got to. You finished reading them all, though, right? Huh? Did you finished reading all the Harry Potter
2: books? Oh, of course. Yeah, we okay. finished before. Yeah, you've I, I, I had it. before Deathly Hallows the movie I was finishing up the book. I had like my last chapter before we went into that movie.
1: Um, you guys have to come on over to the podcast. I know Frack would love
2: uh, Frack. I love that man. He's the best. <laughs> I don't think he, I've he, seen uh, him in person he, since our wedding. He was at our wedding.
1: I remember he was so excited.
2: Um, but yeah, he's he's good people. I, I miss all of you all. And, and, and uh, honestly one of the reasons to do this podcast and I'm glad you're on is like there's a lot of like my podcasting friends and Jack's podcasting friends that we haven't talked and we don't get to talk to because we're all living all over different parts of the world. We all have our things going on. But I was like, this would be a good way to catch up with people and check in. Yeah, so.
1: get it back going. I mean, podcast is still going, and the camaraderie that me and John on Track have means that it doesn't even matter. We just get, we just press record and just go. Yeah. Now doesn't matter podcast. I don't know, but <laughs> it's Here's. just so natural. Yeah, it's, we've been doing this now for what 15 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was 2005 yeah. for us too. I think we, yeah, we started late 2005.
1: Yeah. Um, We're like... October. I just, you know, you think that like, I don't know. I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I want to go to all these new podcasts and be like, listen. You <laughs> listen.
0: <laughs> you owe me.
1: <laughs> Back in the day, we had to figure out how to work with Libsyn. Yeah, exactly. We had to figure out how to do an ad. Yeah. We had to figure out what what was Audible. Audible was like, the, they're still doing ads. Yeah, they me. are. Yeah.
2: They were like um, they were our biggest sponsor for a couple seasons there. Yeah.
1: We had a Borders ad. We went to Borders. We had <laughs> Rest a, in we peace. had to Rest like hand code the feed. That God forbid you had to do that now. But we had to hand code. Oh yeah. And like that one, there was always one character that would yep. screw up the feed and it wouldn't download. You had to make a low five version because mm-hmm. forty megabytes was too much for anyone. Yep. So you had to make a ten megabyte version, or even
2: just upload speeds were so bad back then. I, I mean, it just took hours to upload like an, hour-long an hour long show sometimes.
1: I have met people who have shown me the, the the compact discs onto which they used to burn each episode, so they could put it in their CD player when they went on trips. <laughs> yep, it's just it's just it was a whole different world. And actually, how have I not talked about this? We're doing a podcasting convention. Yes. Oh, my God. I oh, did I want to talk it.
2: about it. I'm, Colleen I'm... really wants to go. You went in so Nashville, I, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, Nashville. Um, so I th- we're, we're kind of planning to try and go. So uh, if you're there.
1: You know, uh, May 31st to June 2nd, we're creating a whole um, – we're bringing down a whole array of, of, of people and from different genres, and we're trying to create the, the definitive podcasting event we've got um, – uh, Nancy and undisclosed and um accused and uh a lot I'm blanking, but a <laughs> lot of really great shows and there's a lot more coming. So um that's in the, at the National Music City Centre, so we're really excited about it. we're working on some big stuff too. So it's called PodX and it's in the mischief theme which is to make community and um and 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 um learning out of a shared passion.
2: Yeah, and Nashville's a great town. Ugh. It's a great town. That's a good. That's a good place to do it. I agree. I agree. See, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, that's that's the hope. So, if you're there, we can we can. Are, are you going to be there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And okay, we, should, we should we should we should talk. We should talk about you guys like being on stuff and oh yeah, sure. And we'll why not. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll
2: be like on a little table off to the side. <laughs>
1: we hey. we will be sitting there with hey. our like with our like complaining box about how we used to have to podcast by walking can we have an every... old timer
2: section just like just this one <laughs> yeah, little section <laughs>
1: the podcast with our you gotta you gotta bring your plantronics mic Yes you have yeah you, you have to be on Skype version one <laughs> and, yeah, like, Who are you? <laughs> and, and and i don't know you have to um, be hand coding your own rss yep piece. yeah
2: exactly <laughs> oh my goodness oh. <laughs> oh that'll be perfect that'll be perfect um well uh melissa thank you so much uh, for your time so it's always great uh talking to you and this was uh, a lot of fun and it's nice meeting you oh, that's so right nice yeah jack I i'm surprised jack yeah. had never met you no um but again we never did comic con stuff you would never like hang out or anything so yeah i was sticking the mud well
0: i'm from san diego
2: so yes family he's got me i'm like i got obligations whatever (laughs) these people are my family
1: these are my family well it's great to meet you and um we'll see you guys real soon yeah
2: awesome all right
1: take care bye
2: All right, Jack. Uh, you know we're recording this the day after the Super Bowl, but this won't be released till a week after the Super Bowl, um, the most entertaining Super Bowl in the history of the world. And the commercials were bad too. When and, and that's what this segment is about. So yeah, the the commercials eh, wasn't uh, wasn't too hot this year. Well, they haven't been they haven't been good for like
0: three or four years, maybe five years. But I yeah. they they're blaming young millennials.
2: Everything can't be millennials' fault. I'm so sick of millennials being they're, blamed. They're for saying everything.
0: young millennials are the reason why the commercials are so bad. And what's their reason? I guess they don't they're, like they're afraid to take chances or something like that. Ugh. And because, you know, they're like, they're, I get it. We've killed Applebee's, okay? You can put that one on us. Because commercials aren't edgy anymore. They're not, you know, you know not the frog saying Budweiser. That's not edgy. I don't know. But they, that were, edgy? they were, but you. you you, you know the Bud Light
2: you, ones were funny though what's those, up? Those, were, those
0: were still good you know there's, the Bud Lights were okay the Game of Thrones one was my yeah. favorite yeah uh, I did tweet I liked the peanut one until the planter's peanut until A-Rod was at the end uh, just I'm not a fan sure
2: sure and uh, but overall I, like, you know I dug the Andy Warhol one I thought that was just an interesting commercial well it was an, obviously an older one yeah, or yeah original one but I was like yeah on. but I, the problem with that one is how many people know who Andy Warhol is yeah. And not only that, but also, like, a lot of commercials now seem to be, like, they, a little snippet and then go online to see the right. rest of this movie right. or something. It's just, like...
0: But, you know, it's funny, because it used to be the commercials were so good, they'd be paid over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah. And, and now... So, I, think the, I think the whole Super Bowl day was just terrible. Yeah, it was
2: It was a big letdown. It definitely was. But uh, this, uh, this segment that I'm presenting here... Uh, is our uh, Monday after Monday morning ca- uh, quarterbacking Monday, uh, the commercials? Monday. So, uh, the, the 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 goal of this segment is to see if we can come up with better commercial ideas okay. than All right. uh, the suits. All right. Uh, okay. That, that put these things. So, the rules of this game are simple. Uh, Jack and I will uh, write down at random uh, five actors, five brands, and five locations. Uh, then each of us will have to pick three numbers at random, uh, one through five. Um, and that'll give us a random actor, a random brand and random location that we will then have to come up with a commercial on the spot. Okay. And, uh, and we will let you, the listener uh, decide who had the best commercial ideas. Um, so we'll see how many. We can do. So uh, Jack, right now we will write down uh, different actors um <laughs> I feel like I could go one way with these actors but maybe I'll go. I'm one probably way. spelling this name wrong but that's okay. Yeah, if I, if I actors or actresses or Okay, yeah. I'm trying to also think of people that haven't been in commercials or maybe not famous for being in commercials. Okay. Are there for commercials uh present day? Uh I mean anytime, any time space whatever. Okay, so I got to be careful with this one. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, listen. If you're trying to throw me a curveball, that's that's okay, That's right. your prerogative.
0: So these are the ones I'm giving you. You're gonna pick.
2: I'm gonna pick numbers at random, and they'll associate with. So oh, I'll be like, okay, see, one, four, two. Oh, I see. And okay. that's gonna be the commercial I have to come up with. All right. So okay. I'm I like, almost done with my locations. I like Let's this. See.
0: Oh, I thought I was coming up with the commercials I would want to do. Mm-mm. Okay, cool. This is even better. <laughs>
2: All right, I have all of mine. You have okay, all of yours. I have all mine, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to flip to see who goes first? It doesn't matter. You can go first. All right, flip.
1: Because this is
2: this is in real life. Because so you can't say I'm cheating with this okay. coin flip all technology. Right. Here we go. Heads.
0: And it's it heads. heads.
2: So you, do you uh, do defer, or I like... defer. Okay. I'm gonna be like the Rams. <laughs> Punt, 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 punt. Get pun, pun, punt, punt. Punt, punt, punt. Um, all right. Um, so I, for my first commercial, I'm going to go uh, two, four, and uh, two. Two, four, two. Two, four, two. Yeah. So two would be Vader. Darth Vader? Yes. Okay. Four is Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay.
0: And two is space. <laughs> well, that that's, that's actually pretty, pretty well. easy for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here's my commercial. Okay. Uh, so it opens up. It, they're playing the Darth Vader. <ate arguing> da du, da they're in space, obviously, uh, and he's coming through, and Vader's like, really ticked off at somebody. You know, like when he gets mad, he wants to choke them. Um, so every, yeah, every, every every scene, yeah, every scene he's in. Um, but uh, in classic Darth Vader fashion, uh, his all that as his his mouth is really dry, is is really parched, and he's like, and he can't, and then he's like, and then somebody says, uh, "Sir, would you, would you like a Mountain Dew?" And he's like, and then he's got his uh, James Earl Jones voice, like maybe it's a. Uh, 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 what's that guy with an annoying voice? Um, Uh, Bobcat, go wait. Sure, any any person with an annoying voice, and then he takes the the Mountain Dew. It it, (laughs) hit me, drinks the Mountain Dew, and it's that thunderous James Earl Jones voice, and and it's like, Ah. I that is very good. So it was my first commercial. Wow,
0: I can't beat that (laughs) because it's almost like my breathe right. Commercial. Oh, that is yeah. You're That's right. My you're right. Made a commercial. commercial. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. Let's go. Three. Three. One. Five.
2: Three one five. Three one five. Okay. So your celebrity, your actor or actress, is Conan O'Brien. Okay. Conan. Uh, your uh brand is uh Jello. Jello. <laughs> and. <laughs> 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 and your location is Disneyland. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, got to be careful with this one.
0: Uh, you got Conan. Yep. Yep. He's uh, he's on. Uh, let's see. He's got to be on a ride. It's got Conan. He's got the hair going. Yeah. And he's he's on a ride, and he's 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 riding. Uh, what's what's a fast moving ride there? Big Thunder. Yeah. Big Thunder. Space oh, Mountain. Space Mountain. Or no Matterhorn. Cause Matterhorn? It's outdoor, it's outdoor, yep, Matterhorn. Yep Yeah. Matterhorn and he's riding he's going to space and it it stops and he, he offers the abominable snowman some jello <laughs> and the, the jello he stops screaming Oh, very nice cuz he's happy he goes i like me some jello <laughs> there you go so conan on space mountain uh-huh. gives the abominable snowman jello cuz you know when you go by it's Argh!
3: yeah sure he's sure. always
0: angry and scary yeah. so now he's got jello okay and who isn't right. happy with jello uh, <laughs> So you that was dangerous. I mean, Because uh, my mind was going Depends somewhere who's else. Offering I, go,
2: it. <laughs> I go,
3: can't go
0: there.
2: I, you could go anywhere. This is your commercial. No, no, no. no, I, I, no I, Millennials gotta, be damned.
0: <laughs> we got to boycott this guy. Uh, all right. That was okay, I guess. So Jell O
2: soothes the. Uh,
0: Jell O soothes, soothes the. the, uh, the, the
2: beast to... i mean i feel like you just kind of copied my darth vader commercial idea well you stole whatever. my my breathe right commercial <laughs> nobody That's knows about my breathe, breathe right commercial. commercial no it's not had Bound two made his, He had annoying no, voice he, Bound he, two.
0: he puts the breathe right on and goes oh, i feel better already
2: well mine mine brought him back to his okay, okay. Voice. anyway okay all right i don't want to all right uh all right i'm gonna go one okay um three three I should just go one again because I feel like maybe you went to a certain theme across the line. <laughs> but to have fun, I'm going to say one, three, four.
0: Okay, you got John Hamm.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, three is Pepsi. Four is the ocean.
2: Ooh, okay. Okay. That was a theme. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's we know that at the end. I mean, it's a spoiler alert for Mad Men. But well, this at kind of sucks for me. What. You've
0: seen. I, Mad I just gave no. I just gave you the perfect commercial again. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> at the end of
2: Mad Men, spoiler, uh, uh, John. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Like five minutes. Um, uh, John Hamm's character, uh, Don Draper. Has found inner peace, which led him to write one of the greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time. I like to to teach the the world to to sing, which is a Coke commercial. Um, So that was kind of like the the ending to that show. That was a really cool ending to the show. Well, uh, this commercial takes a play on that a little bit, where it's John Hamm overlooking the ocean um and he kind of has uh he has that zen moment and uh instead it goes to how pepsi um uh brings the world together uh and and makes the world and then pepsi becomes the number one soft drink and it becomes the number one soft drink
0: nice so there you go
2: nice well you're two for two kicking your ass well i made it easy for you well then, why? I mean, why did you So okay, you thought you were going to give yourself easy commercials. No, no, no. Did.
0: I just, well, I just put them in orders how I kept I but I, I see what you're doing now. But no, I was. I, I, it's Okay, all that. right. Well, listeners on the side. Well, I'm you not, had to pick Pepsi. I mean, if you would have picked some of the other ones. It, yeah, I, I picked it at random. I don't know what your list is. Yeah, so there's, it would have been mixed up a little bit. I do have a couple soft drinks on here though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Mountain Dew Pepsi? These all Pepsi products?
0: No. <laughs> There's okay. another one. I'd like Pizza to hat. teach the world.
2: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, your next set of numbers. Go ahead. I'll go.
0: Uh, let's see. What have I. I didn't write down what I picked before. I'll go. Uh, no, last time you did
2: 315. 315. I'll yeah. go uh, two, two, four, four, one. Ooh, two, four, one. Okay. So, two. Your uh, celebrity is Ben Stein. <laughs> ben Stein. Wow, Ben Stein. Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. Uh, your product is the Delorean. Delorean. This is tough. And your location, <laughs> your location. This is a callback to episode one. Is Idaho. Idaho.
0: God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> episode one of crazy hank so my
0: product is idaho uh, so i'm no no, no. your location's no, idaho your product is the DeLorean, delorean motor car okay so ben stein you yeah. got ben stein <laughs> mr energetic okay you got ben stein doing the narration okay you have the delorean pops in uh-huh and he lands in idaho. <laughs> lands in idaho can there be any other actors in there it could only be uh, ben you,
2: can, Stein. you can add anybody you want, but the the main star has to be Ben Stein. Okay, so then the
0: Delorean comes in. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. comes out eating French fries. Uh, Idaho, what's, what's what's no tater tots? Mm-hmm. Eats tater tots. And he goes, uh, "These were better in the past."
2: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> So this is a commercial, with, like visit Idaho, is a visit Idaho.
0: You're, no, you're 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 you want to eat uh, Idaho potato products like uh-huh. uh, I don't know whatever what, what what I'm trying to think of a um, Olay what was uh, yeah are they Idaho
2: yeah that's it's Oregon and Idaho yeah okay
0: so maybe let's say these are better now than in the past that's what he's gonna say okay. Michael J Fox gets out I'll say these tater tots are better now than they were in the past. Okay. There you go. So he gets his DeLorean
2: uh-huh. going... And where's the Ben Stein? What is he doing? He's just doing the narration. Narration, okay. He goes,
0: back in 1955... <laughs> Tater tots were kind of stale. <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing that. And so then you see that all of a sudden the Dolores uh, gets out and it's like, you know, you get this. The, 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 the farmers are looking mm-hmm. at him. The yeah, farmers are yeah. like, going, what's going on? And then the the, you know, the doors open. Going up, doors. yeah. And he comes out and he's got the costume. You know, he's got yeah. the thing on like a spaceman. He goes, and he's got a big plate of tater tots. The tater tots are better now than they were in the past. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, That's
0: yeah. You saved it You got a stick save there I it yeah. You were lost there well, for said, a minute I was like What am I doing with Idaho <laughs> 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 Again nothing against Idaho Nothing uh, No
2: I feel like Maybe our first episodes We've harped on Idaho a lot But yeah, hey There goes our three listeners In Idaho Yeah uh, But we we do love Idaho we Yes love I potatoes. love Idaho It's my first destination Alright Um, I'm gonna go Four Four okay Um, One one. I'm guessing that's your Coke. <laughs> uh, and three.
0: Okay, you got Robert Shaw. From Jaws. Jaws. Coke.
2: <laughs> 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 Are they all soft drinks?
0: No, one was Breathe Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
0: No, and one, I won't tell you the other one. Okay, We're only okay. doing three, right? Sure. Okay, and the uh, San Antonio. San so you Antonio. got Robert Shaw, Coke, San Antonio, as they like to say in San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio, okay.
2: Um, let's see how I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Argue? So I think you have Robert Shaw. There's no way you don't kind of try and recreate, or even have fun at the uh, what's it, the Indianapolis? So you what was the ship? USS, Indianapolis. Yeah. USS Indianapolis. So I don't like know if recreation. you have fun with that. It's a real thing. Well, yes, yes. But I'm saying. That scene. It's one of those iconic scenes. So Mm -hmm. uh, he is
0: kind of going through that. Okay, time out. What? Okay, the the ship's not sailing in San
2: Antonio. Can I get to my thing? Okay, go ahead. So he's going through whatever story. It's like very dark. um, But then you realize it kind of pans out, and he's in this uh, little lake in San Antonio. um, And... (laughs) (laughs) uh it's 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 not that big of a deal but the people that are sitting there uh watching him enamored uh are drinking a coke uh because uh nothing uh helps enjoy a, a good story like a coke <laughs> all right that's my weakest one okay about people dying being chopped in half no, by I'm not sharks saying that would be the story i'm saying something like that i'll never wear light preserver again <laughs> they got those dolls eyes. yeah that was definitely a strike that a that. That my first two are really good
0: that could have been on yesterday's uh, super bowl <laughs> <laughs> you mean a week ago super bowl see the, i thought we were doing things i said okay robert shaw coke but actually i had robert shaw with mountain dew and he gives the shark the mountain dew oh okay and the shark leaves him alone
2: Oh, that's that's a good idea. see sharks, the shark. Ah, 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 yeah, but I have San
0: Antonio. What the hell? Is I he know, doing? but he, he reaches up for the Mountain oh, Dew. Is there a
2: Sea World in San Antonio? Oh, I missed my opportunity yeah. there.
0: So he reaches up for the Mountain Dew, and instead of trying to hit him with a you know yeah. the, the tank, yeah. he gives the Mountain oh, yeah. Dew. The shark goes, "All right, I'm out of here." And then Ben that's Stein goes, "I'm tired of this." <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. All,
2: all right, all right. So your last one. Here which, we go. Which numbers have I not picked here? You have done three. Well. For your first one, you've done two and three, so that leaves you.
0: All one, right, so four, I'll go five. four.
2: Okay, four. Uh, for the next one, you've done one and four.
0: I'll do three. Okay. And then two. Sure. Okay.
2: Okay, so four is uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Okay. God, that's a tough one. She can do anything. Well, she's versatile. Yeah, that's I right. say she can play anything. Uh, three is Domino's Pizza. <laughs> And two is San Diego.
0: San Diego, hmm. Wow. Well, San Diego alone is a scenery. Just,
2: yeah, just, of course, do
0: nice sunny day. All right, Meryl Streep with pizza in San Diego. In San Diego, she's at a Charger game. <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting at Qualcomm Stadium all by herself. <laughs> Okay. And she's, she's she's just sitting there, it's mm-hmm. on her cell phone and dials up and gets a Domino's pizza. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. I feel I feel like you had something there. It's Meryl Streep, she's at Petco. Okay. She's at Petco Park, mm-hmm. which is uh, home of the Padres. Home of the Sandy or Padres. And yeah. It's sold out. Oh, okay. And it's sold out, it's crazy. And she didn't want she doesn't want a hot dog, she doesn't want she don't want she don't want, want the typical stadium food. She's craving Domino's pizza. Mhm. All right, so we got um, so the relief pitcher comes in. It's uh-huh. Trevor Hoffman. Okay, okay, so they're playing Hell's Bells. If yeah, you don't, if you've never seen uh, when Trevor Hoffman come in for the Padres, his entrance Hell's song Bell- is Hell's Bells. <laughs> well known. Yeah. the crowd yeah. would go crazy standing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Trevor Hoffman doesn't go to the mound. Mm-hmm. He goes to Meryl Streep and brings her a Domino's pizza. Uh, okay, he gives her relief. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All
2: right, it's not bad.
0: I mean, some people would have to know that that held, what Hell's Bell's meant to p- fans of San Diego. Sure. I mean, we didn't have World Series
2: and well, stuff. Okay, like, I think that, that one's pretty... Like, when you go to the Hall of Fame and you see Trevor Hoffman's stuff, like, uh, one of the things they have is, like, uh, uh, Angus uh, Young from ACDC coming oh, really? out in a Trevor Hoffman jersey. Oh, that's cool. Uh, when they did a concert in Because if
0: you, you just go on YouTube and do uh, Trevor Hoffman, Hell's Bell, it, it's probably some
2: of the most... it. It really grips you inside. I mean, but he, I think you had a better idea. Your first one is because you have somebody with the range of Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yes. And you have her in Jack Murphy Stadium or whatever it's called now, and it is empty, and it's showing how it's kind of dilapidated, and it's a faraway shot. It just kind of keeps going into Meryl Streep's face, and she's able to have just like that tear, tear, okay. right? It's representing that the, the NFL isn't here anymore. All right. You know, and it's kind of showing you. It. It's kind of, it's almost like a middle finger to the NFL during a Super Bowl commercial. Um, and then, nice. Uh, and then she just kind of closes with uh, taking a bite of some pizza, Domino's pizza, which is not the official pizza of the NFL.
0: So it's just a giant you to uh, the NFL.
2: Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, see, I thought, that's where I thought you were kind of going with it. For I it. started I
0: just, to, and I started thinking, oh, what am I gonna do here? It's an empty stadium. Yeah. But I didn't think. No, nice work. Yeah, nice work. Would the NFL allow that though? Maybe but, like
2: it was like a secret kind of yeah. Like they thought you thought you're getting something else yeah. Or they just heard Mel, Meryl Streep like we're in yeah we got Meryl Streep. That's that'll save all our problems. All right, well there you have it, folks. Uh, you know you can decide uh, who won. I will give it to you. Um, I will give it to you. Even though you stole my first one. I didn't steal it. That's I, my
0: commercial. You yours is completely different. See, I different. want what I wanted to do was I I was going to do John Hamm. Uh huh. Walking, it's my favorite, my favorite commercial. Is he's walking through the desert. He's uh-huh. tattered, and his clothes are torn. He comes up to these yeah. two. He's he hasn't had water. He's had no liquid. Mm-hmm. He comes up to just, you know the whole desert thing. Comes up, and he just looks up, and there's two vending machines. Yeah, one Coke, one Pepsi. And he looks up, and he gets up to the uh, the Coke, and it's all these piles of uh, all these empty Coke cans in a recyclable bin, mm-hmm. saying sold out. And then they have Pepsi, free. The sign says free. Yeah, and he just looks and goes, uh, and he starts walking on, to, to, to crawling through the desert.
2: That's a, I've. It's a good one. It's pretty good. That, that to me would be a good Super Bowl commercial. Well, maybe maybe if there's people, advertising agencies out there, they're listening to this segment, and you know maybe these ideas that we had here today uh, could help maybe could rescue some Street, of the, too. the bad. Uh, Super Bowl commercials that have been I just, the past mean, few years. just need
0: something. It's just, there's no, there was no, I don't think Coke even did a commercial, did it?
2: Yeah, they had like a variant of the Buy the World of Coke thing. They uh-huh. did an animated kind of thing. It was, it was cute. I might have been sleeping during that time. Uh, I think a lot of people were sleeping through a lot of it. Um, and it's usually sometimes the more boring Super Bowl has the better commercials. But this yeah, one just kind of is flat across the board. Like the,
0: the robot kid. The, the yeah, that road, was weird. I said, that freaks me out. Yeah. He's like doing a tax return. Yeah. The chunky milk. Oh, I did, I did say I'd rather watch Chunky Milk than uh, Maroon 5.
2: <laughs>
0: One had personality.
3: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing worse than Chunky Milk. No,
2: not at all. Not at all. All right, Jack. Well, there it is. Uh, our Monday after Monday morning quarterbacking of the Super Bowl commercials. And, uh, and yeah. So, Jack, you ready to close out the show? I am ready. All right, here we go. Uh, give us an email: Jack at gmail so Once that's, again, that's Jack at gmail dot uh, Want to thank our guest today, Melissa Anelli. It's always great to talk to her. Such great insight, um, and 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 so accomplished. And and, and it's yeah. always a, a, a great time uh, catching up with her. The first time I ever spoke with her. I don't, I, I, I kind of I was like, oh, that's right. I don't think he's ever because you not know, even at Comic Con when I'm, she's I been around. I may have. I don't. I mean, there were people. Maybe in there were people, but I I don't know. Uh, but anyway, she's she's an awesome individual, uh, and it's always great catching up with her. Uh, want to thank the the people that help make these shows possible. Me. Uh, well, first I did want to say uh, Jack for co-hosting with me. Thank you for. Oh, thank you, thank uh, you, for co- co-hosting with me.
0: Oh, see. You. Are, do you consider yourself host?
2: No, we're both co-hosts. Okay, because I didn't know if you had like a higher title. No, no, it's just if you're a co-host, you're like you're both co-hosts. Okay because like, it would be like host and sidekick, right? I guess if that I good. guess so. Um, like special guest star. Yeah, special guest star. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I guess Melissa Nelly would be the special guest star. Yeah, his, I guess so. Yeah, his, that's his, true. But um, yes, uh, thank you, Jack, for co-hosting uh, this show with me. Thank you, Jacob, who does our artwork. Uh, thank you to Colleen, who does uh, a lot of our website management, posting the episodes, and also helping with a little bit of the research. Um, and uh, let's see who else. Thank you to Rob, who does the the web uh, design uh, for the thing. Um, and uh, the people that support this show are patrons. And we want to especially thank Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter, Joanne with the Plan, Maggie the Magnificent, and Ed the Letter Carrier. Thank you so much. If you'd like to become a patron, again, patreon.com slash Jack. We have a full list of every single patron, where they give one dollar or more a month on our website at Uh again our special bonus episodes coming up later this month uh, featuring segments that didn't make it uh, onto air for any of these episodes uh, including extended uh, conversations with our special guests uh, as well as conversations between Jack and I so okay. only patrons that pay $5 or more a month will get that episode oh man I think uh, that will do it we have a network full of podcasts uh, including Ramblecast After Dark, The Broadcast, and Survivor with J. Jack and Colleen, which is coming ah, back. I think we got to do our preview episode here coming oh up. Um, and uh, if you like this show, give us a review. We're a new show. We need uh, all the help we can get because there was one bad review on here to start out because we took over the old binge watch feed for this feed. Oh, so it's uh, not a new
0: review. It's, a, it's an old one. We had a bad one for the binge watch?
2: Yes, I think it was just somebody who's was kind of trolling us, gave us because uh, like stars set on five all of star our reviews. reviews.
0: Huh? I only accept five-star
2: reviews. It's, it's good. Okay. Um, but if you like what we do, give us a review. Jack.com slash iTunes has all of our podcasts. And uh, uh, click on that uh, beautiful primary color with iPod Jay Jack Show logo and give this show a five-star review. All right, Jack. I think that's it. All right. We'll see you all next time. Hasta luego. And goodbye. Bye.